Now, as I mentioned, uh, let's talk about that uh, proposal for a new Arborfield bypass. Villagers are planning to fight back against plans for this bypass, which they claim will cause untold misery. The road intends to help drivers heading out of Wokingham Town Centre to Arborfield and Reading, as well as meet extra traffic demands from a major new residential development. But there are claims it's the cheapest option of the proposals, which will pass close to homes and businesses. Wokingham Borough Council is expected to present the proposed idea to the executive tomorrow night. Let's catch up first with Jill Purchase, uh, spokesman for AGRAG, uh, that I imagine the Arborfield Garrison Residence Action Group. Yes, it must be. Hello there, Jill. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? Very good indeed. Um, So explain exactly where the road, as you see it, is proposed to go. Well, it's difficult to to explain to listeners where a road's going because you haven't got the the benefit of looking at a map. But if I can tell you that this actual... uh, It's not actually a bypass. It's sort of... um, oversold to the fact it's actually going to be a relief road which is going to cause a lot more misery to people it's not taking traffic away from the area it's actually bringing it to to businesses in the area so we're looking at a list of what it will do uh we've got half a recreation ground that will be lost because it'll go through it listed buildings will be damaged by the effect of both the uh, construction work and the noise and the vibration from the route but most importantly there's um a very successful uh, business called Lockheed family fun farm and the route will cut right the way through it which will mean that the farm shop and the free family fun farm will have to close the business it cannot operate anymore you know so that's the devastation that this route is bringing to people in arborfield so that's you highlighting the impact you think it will have uh of of people in businesses that that the last one is is something which is tangible. The the wear and tear on listed buildings, we don't know. I mean, we may see in the near future, but well, that's one of those things that a lot of people who are against things say, isn't it? Yes, I mean, the, the reason why we know that is because where the route is, there are some, quite a few, listed buildings. And during a recent council meeting, residents raised the point about this. And the council very glibly said, well, don't worry, we'll underpin your property for you, which is probably the most arrogant thing that could ever be said to these people. But, I mean, you're looking at tangible business like Lockie Farm, closing its doors, a hugely successful farm closing its doors because of the relief goat road going right the way through it. Not to mention there's um, a few uh, listed barns as well that have colonies of bats. So it's not just the sort of the, the nimbish thing, you know, where it's because we're going right near people's properties. Because wherever you put the bypass, some people are not going to be happy. This route, for some reason, will cause the most misery to the most people. And that is not acceptable. Um, and what about the, the need for the road? Do you accept that there is perhaps a need for a road like this? I accept that there is a need for a bypass which will go around the village. The issue that we have is that uh, government uh, legislation has changed and developers do not have to cough up one single penny to pay for the infrastructure. Hence, we are now lumbered with this cheap and cheerful option which will ruin many people's lives. Development is fine, but if you imagine the millions and millions of pounds that developers are going to gain from this, they have got to be made to cough up for the infrastructure to support it and they're not and you know politicians work for local people they do not work for developers and they've got to get this right uh, and so your preferred option as you alluded to already would be a bypass around around arborfield sort of taking it away from the houses and obviously so that it doesn't affect the sort of businesses that have been built up and it's their livelihood 25 people will be made redundant if this farm closes so it's not just some sort of small holding it's a viable family-run business which is hugely popular council cannot just come in and say we want to put a road through this it's fine you know go and build a farm somewhere else um understandably given uh, your passion i can hear it in your voice uh, a lot of people equally as passionate and wanted to uh, have their say 
I think so. I mean, the thing is, um, AgRag as a group has been absolutely inundated by more and more people wanting to sort of, you know, take part in the campaign and to all to sort of protest their views. It's the beginning of people to re- people are beginning to realise that this three and a half uh, thousand home mini town development will have an impact on the whole village. It's not just the garrison. You know, our our debate about the whole thing has now become much wider. And you know, the, the council need to tell people why they've left it to the very last minute. This whole SDL. Uh, process has been going for about five or six years all of a sudden in the last couple of months they've suddenly realized that a road is needed we've been telling this them this for the past three or four years you know why have they suddenly called the urgency of it why have they chosen this particular route which will, will devastate people's lives okay well i tell you what we're gonna have a word with councillor keith baker about that right now uh jill thank you very much indeed always a pleasure phil thank you uh jill purchase there from agrag uh, keith baker is in charge of highways at wokingham borough council hello there keith Hi there. Uh, you obviously heard uh, quite a, a resonant argument there from uh, from Jill and uh, representing Agrag. I mean, she s- hailed it as the, the cheap and cheerful option. Would you say that's correct? Well, first of all, can I say that pretty well everything she said is incorrect, significantly incorrect. I'd start with your cheapest. It's not the cheapest option. The cheapest option is um, going to the east of the, um, the village because the council actually owned the land there and anybody would know that compulsory purchase orders are the most expensive way of obtaining land. Uh, she mentioned that it's taking half the recreation ground. No, it's not. Um, it's taking a little tiny corner and in fact it's been redesigned following the forum to remove that. Uh, the business, it's not cutting it in half. There is a road going through there. There is no... Um, but it would have to close still? No, it wouldn't. Uh, we're going to be talking to the um, the owners themselves. Um, it is scaremongering of the highest degree. Uh, we will be talking to them and uh, we will negotiate with them. And there is absolutely no reason why they should close the, the business. Um, Jill also said that the, um, and I'll quote her, that the developers are not uh, providing one single penny for infrastructure. That is total uh, um, rubbish. They will be providing about 20 million for it. Won't cover the full cost because it, we're putting extra bits on it, but they're providing 20 odd million. Uh, the lateness, we've been talking to the Arborfield residents for about two years on this, um, and we've been going through a consultation process feasibility study, and that's what we've just been doing. So, you know, almost on every uh, front, um, she's got her facts fundamentally wrong. What about the, 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 the thought of uh, an Arborfield bypass, as it were, literally going around bypassing Arborfield? Well, it, it bypasses Arborfield Cross, which is the conservation area, and with this particular road, we will be able to um, de-urbanise, horrible phrase, but de-urbanise Arborfield Cross, because at the moment there's a horrible roundabout there which spoils that conservation area. With this relief road, we'll be able to pull that out and put it back to what it was like 20 years ago. Um, uh, There are some people who are against this, but there are equally a huge number of people are for it, which is why we're going out, um, hopefully subject to the executive approval, to a wide-scale consultation, not just to AGRAG, but to people in Farley Hills, Swallowfield, Finch Hampstead, Barkham, who are all impacted by this, not just the Agrag people, people, and we're encouraging them, including Agrag, to fully participate in that uh, consultation. 
And, and it's a proper consultation, isn't it? A PR stunt where, you know, you won't listen because your, your mind's made up. Uh, it's a proper consultation. Every response, and I made this promise uh, at a recent forum when we had over 250 people at that meeting, which was huge, uh, that everybody who responds will get a, um, uh, a reply from the council uh, explaining the view of their point, because obviously some people are going to make points that we can take on board, some people will make points we can't, um, and they will get a full explanation of why we can't do it or why we're doing it. And just finally, when will a decision be made? The uh, consultation will start around about September, last a couple of months. We're talking about the next stage, and there's a lot of stages to go, uh, early next year, which will be planning permission for the road, and that will then obviously mean yet another wide-scale consultation um, to further refine it. Good to speak to you, Keith. Have a good evening as well. Thank you very much indeed.